This is a Federal News Network podcast. Coming up on today's Federal Newscast, workers at the Social Security Administration are sounding the alarm. The Air Force looks to increase pay for those with particularly difficult jobs. And AI isn't the only new technology Homeland Security is interested in. These stories and more in today's Federal Newscast. Welcome to today's episode of the Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White. Employees at the Social Security Administration are warning that the agency's workforce challenges have become even more troubling. At a union rally last week, SSA workers said low pay, high turnover, and a 25-year low for staffing levels are causing delays in the agency's public-facing services. To address the challenges, the American Federation of Government Employees is calling for an even larger budget for SSA in fiscal 2024, $1 billion above the White House's initial proposal. Most federal employees will see a few extra hours of annual leave for 2023, but there are a few stipulations. Federal News Network's Drew Friedman has more. Those extra hours of annual leave come from a 27 pay period year this year. That's rather than the usual 26 pay periods in most other years. Depending on the individual, that means feds will get between four and eight additional hours of time off. But there is a small catch. If the extra hours put feds above their carryover limit on leave, they'll have to use it or lose it by January 13th next year. The majority of federal employees have a cap of 240 hours or 30 days of leave that they can carry over to that following year. The change to leave will not affect the number of paydays that federal employees get for 2023. Drew Friedman, Federal News Network. Enlisted airmen in 70 different specialities will get special duty assignment pay next year. The Air Force reviewed assignments that it calls extremely demanding with unusually challenging responsibilities and made them eligible for the extra pay. Of the specialties approved, four were new requests that were certified for the first time. 48 were recertified at their current pay rate, 11 increased rates, and 7 decreased rates to maintain parity with specialities of similar duties, responsibilities, and training. The changes will take effect October October 1st. New changes to the Army's payroll and human resources system should make it easier to use. The Integrated Personnel and Pay System Army, called IPSA, provides basic HR and payroll services for over a million soldiers. The changes include a help desk-like system for human resources, where a soldier can generate a ticket online and get the problem resolved. The program is also adding extra staff to improve payroll procedures and give the program better auditability. The Army has a new technology leader. Federal News Network's Jason Miller tells us who it is. The Army picks a familiar face to lead its next phase of its IT modernization effort. Leo Garcia will become the second civilian to be the Army's chief information officer. He replaces Raj Iyer, who resigned after more than two years in February. Garcia comes to the CIO's office after spending the last four years as the director of information management for the Army G2. Before working for the G2, Garcia was the chief technology officer for the then newly created Joint Improvised Threat Defeat Organization, which moved under the Defense Threat Reduction Agency in 2016. He also served in the Navy for 11 years. 
Jason Miller, Federal News Network. Agencies will have five more years to order IT services from the Alliant II government-wide acquisition contract. The General Services Administration exercised the GWAC's five-year option just eight months after increasing Alliant II's total ceiling to $75 billion. These changes reflect both the popularity of Alliant II and the time GSA will need to get Alliant III in place. GSA expects to release the solicitation for Alliant 3 during the first quarter of fiscal 2024. Since 2018, agencies have spent almost $19 billion through Alliant 2. Artificial intelligence is topping headlines these days, but it's just one of many technologies the Department of Homeland Security is prioritizing in the coming years. DHS's Science and Technology Directorate published its latest Technology Center's research agenda earlier this month. The agenda lays out S&T's major priorities over the next three years. In addition to advances in AI and autonomous systems, the directorate is also putting resources behind areas like biotechnology, data security, digital identity, and novel manufacturing technologies. And agencies are working on common cybersecurity standards and configurations for widely used business applications. Federal News Network's Justin Doubleday has the details. The Secure Cloud Business Applications Program, or SCUBA, finalized its technical reference architecture and released new visibility guidance for federal agencies today. The SCUBA program is run out of the Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Security Agency. Chad Poland is CIS's manager for Cyber Shared Services. We're trying to provide actionable guidance that helps these organizations secure their environment. CISA is already testing out security configurations across the Microsoft 365 suite of tools, and the agency plans to release draft configurations for Google Workspace later this summer. Justin Doubleday. Federal News Network. You can find more information about these stories at federalnewsnetwork.com. Search Federal Newscast and subscribe to the Federal Newscast wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Eric White. Music.